Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for House Stark. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what Game of Thrones house are you? Oh, hold on. You tell me what you are. Come back to me. Well, I know, I don't know a lot about Game of Thrones, but I know that there are two houses and I know that there are more, but I only know two. So I'm going to be Lannister because I'm blonde and I wish I was rich. So that's what I pick. And I want to be friends with uh, Tyrion because what's his name? Peter Dinklage is the best. I love the dink. All in on the the dink. So that's where I'm at. You know, everyone loves the dink, you know? Here's the thing, though, Cody. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. They're not rich, all right? They're rich because their dad says they're rich, and everyone believes them. Look, if I'm treated like a rich person, that is the same as being rich in my book. That's how I feel about it. Oh, nice, Cody. Oh, Cody. Oh, Cody. You've seen the whole show, right? Yeah, but I'm trying to pick the obscure one that nobody knows so I can sound cool and get internet points. It's the one with the trees, Cody. Here's the thing. You know, they talk about, you've seen the show. They got the ironwood. They're the ones that have the ironwood. They're the only ones that have it. And they're like, we got the wood. We know what's up. (laughs) And then they... They uh, they're they're with the house Stark or whatever. <laughs> Hold on. So, so yeah. Lannister always pays its debts, but this house, <laughs> their motto is "We got the wood." <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, Cody. I'm pretty sure that's pretty close to what it actually is. Uh, I, here's the thing: I googled Game of Thrones houses, or oh, I need to see. That's the thing I just said. Houses. I need to say house with trees. That's what I'm trying to find, and it's uh, uh it's not giving me anything. Uh, it's given me a lot of trees of the different houses and how they're related. And that's not what I want. Yeah. Not only is it not what I want, it's not what I need. Okay. G-O-T so houses special wood. That's what you Google. That's how you it's, get the dirt on It's that. the Ironwood. Game of Thrones uh, house. Just Google, ironwood. Just Google iron, Game of Thrones iron, wood and then do your image search on that. That's what is you Is their house name? House Forest Search. Game of Thrones Boom. Nailed wood. It. No, Safe stop. I got off. it images is house forester their words are iron from ice and then there's a best buy ad that popped up over it iron from ice it's ironwood here's why uh i really think we got the wood is a better we got the wood is a better one that's their modern that's their modern thing their their military strength pre-red red wedding was 500 guys now 50 okay the red wedding did not go well for them wow House Forester, you say? Oh, yeah. Why? Because they got the wood. Cody. Because Subaru. Is that the one Subaru sponsored? Yeah. They drive uh, around okay. in a Subaru. The whole <laughs> they drive around in a Subaru, and they got the wood. Oh, yeah. that's... Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Eternals. Eternals. I got to say it with an accent, because they all got accents, Cody. Oh, yeah. Vague, eternal accents. Oh, we did it. We seen it. It's Marvel time. It's been a while. It hasn't been that long. Shang-Chi just came out. I did, in honor of Shang-Chi, I bought another bomber jacket. Uh-huh. Um, my bomber jacket count is up to three, which I feel like is pretty strong. It's pretty good. You know, you can always use more, but I got another one. It's vegan suede. Isn't that fun? It's so gorgeous. It's, I'll show you. I'll show you later. Vegan suede is the douchiest way of saying it's fake suede, right? <clears throat> Look, that's Faux what suede. the sticker says, all right? I saw it, I seen it, and I bought it. That's they were very ethical in the way that they skinned that baby cow. Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? 
And what they do is they skin the baby cow, and then they nurse it back to health and let it regrow its skin. Right? Uh, That's how you do vegan suede. Yeah. You're not killing the animal, you know? Yeah. Just harvesting Just its goods. torturing it. Yeah. yeah. Ethically. So, Tyler, we did it. We saw it. Do you care to explain what Eternals is for those who are unaware? All right. Here, I got you. Okay. Give me a synopsis of this movie. I'm going to give you this synopsis, Cody. I'm going to give it to you. This is about Eternals. They're a bunch of... They're Earth's original superheroes. I liked that line from the movie. Earth's original <laughs> superheroes. They were sent by a guy that looks like Galactus, but is not Galactus, to mm-hmm. defeat the Deviants. And the Deviants, they're, uh, they're Venom, is basically what they look like. They look like Venom creatures. They look like uh, those guys. They're all like fibers. So they're fibers with no skin. Uh, and then they're, they're all sitting there flopping about because they hunt sentient creatures, right? Because that's what they feed on. Do they consume their sentience? No. They just want to eat only sentient creatures. They're like, are you sentient? And if the thing says no, then they eat it because it could answer. It's aware of itself enough to know it's not sentient. That means it's sentient, Cody. What makes a sentient creature? That's what you're asking. Self-awareness, Cody. Some people say the fear of death makes you a sentient creature. That's a stupid philosophical garbage that all these university douchebags think. Everything fears death, you wieners, okay? It is, you're self-aware. You are aware of yourself as an entity. You can recognize your own reflection. You ever seen a cat smack itself in the reflection? That means it Mm -hmm. thinks it's another cat, and your cat is stupid. My cat's smart. It was like, I'm looking good, and then it went like this a little bit to wipe off a thing on its face. My cat was sentient, and then I locked him in a crate until he was no longer sentient, so he would go back to being my cat, okay? That's what you do, Cody. Now, if Thanos, or no, not Thanos, what, Galactus, Erasmus, whatever his name is, had done that in this one, you know, with all the people, it would have been fine, but maybe not fine. And that's the whole thing. And then they're there, they're doing stuff. You know, it's all the people you love from Game of Thrones. And they're messing about. And what's yes. space is jacked now? And everybody's been <clears throat> freaking out about it for 10 years. That's how long it seems since he first been got jacked jacked. been jacked for a while. Kumail Nanjiani got ripped a minute ago. Yeah, he got ripped. And comedian for this ripped movie. is the scariest kind of ripped. Like for someone to have gone from being a stand-up comedian and gamer to uh, totally jacked, scary. It makes you, you know, makes you question existence. Here's what I love though. He's still Kumail Nanjiani. Oh yeah. He's not like different in the way that he like acts. Here's what I'm worried about. I'm he's worried about ripped. this. Okay. I'm worried he's gonna go Chris Pratt. Okay. And where he's going to go to Chris Pratt and be like, you know what? I need a fitness wife now. And he's going to, you know, because Chris Pratt left Anna Ferris, and we thought they were the cutest couple ever. And we loved mm-hmm. them all for their dorkiness. And then Chris Pratt got hot and was like, eh, let me just marry Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter instead. You know? And it's, I didn't, still don't know how I feel about it. And I don't want Camille to do it because he literally made a movie about he, how he and his wife met and overcame their obstacles to fall in love and get married. So, you know, I just I couldn't do it. I yeah. couldn't do it to the big sick. Is that what that's what I'm that's what I that's what I'm afraid of every day. Every day I wake up and I'm afraid that Command on Johnny will leave Amy what's her name? Shoot. Forget her name. <sighs> no. That would be fine. So Emily Gordon? I don't know what you I don't know what you're Sounds saying. Right. Oh, what's Command on Johnny's wife's name? 
That's the question. Emily Gordon. That's what I, yeah, I'm very good. Okay. We did it. We saw Eternals. We explained eh, kind of what it was. So let me tell you, Tyler. I think, here's the thing. You tell me you have thoughts about it. I have thoughts about it. Here's what I want to do. On the count of three, I want us both to say in like one word if you, what you thought. Liked it, loved it, hated it, didn't like it. Okay? So just simple. Simple scale. Good, bad. All right. All right, are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to count down from three. Okay. Three, two, one. Loved, loved it. it. Yeah. No. What? I am all in on this movie. <clears throat> what? I had a great time. I had a great time. Bailey had a great time. I had a friend who said, should I see it? And I was like, yes, you see it. Great. He had a good time. I thought this movie was awesome, and I am confused because people did not like it, and it has a lot of bad reviews. So we got to oh, yeah. critically. So we got to get into it. Tell me about your thing. You said liked it. I liked it. Um, I thought it was a good movie. I did like it. I thought it was. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I see why people don't like it. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, you see what? No. I don't see why. That's where I'm at. Like, I have an idea why people might not like it, but I don't know if the thing is the reason why I think people don't like it is not a reason for the critics not to like it. So that's why I'm confused because the audience score is higher than the critic score, and so I don't understand why the critic score is so low. Because uh, so we we're gonna have to. I can't talk about it without diving in and spoiling things. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I think so. So I I I can say something without spoiling it. You know, before we get into it, Cody. I think it it is like this is such a different area of the universe that it doesn't benefit at all from all the other movies. So it has to explain everything in its uh in its stuff. Mm-hmm. It's also I feel like it's inconsistent with the rest of the MCU. Okay, it does not line up with it very well. Other than some throwaway references that are unneeded, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. and it's them straying back towards more comic booky storylines, okay. which is what people didn't like about old comic book movies. But I like it. But I can see why the general people wouldn't like it. Uh huh. All right. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I see you. Now I want to dive in. All right. Cody, hop on my giant Dorito chip. All right. <laughs> hop on the Dorito. And let's fly. Let's fly over to Spoiler Town, USA. Cody, let's oh, go. Man. Let's go. And we're I'm going. Just... The Dorito, it makes a sound as it moves. Oh, yeah. Tyler, do you want the honor of going of ranting first, or do you want me to rant first? Uh, let me ask you this: Do you mm. have a rant, or do you need my rant to fuel your rant? Because <clears throat> it's been a little while since you've seen it. Mm-hmm. So, do you need me? I to could fuel definitely yours? talk for a bit. I could. I just do. You want to be the? Do you want to have to deal with responding to everything I say, or do I want to do? I'll, you know what? I'll go first. I'm gonna take it. All from right. You. I'm gonna take it from you, Cody. Let's Do see. It. We'll see how it goes. Okay. 
and shut your face, Cody. You shut. I do face. have a, I do have a timer ready. All right. Are you ready, go. sir? <clears throat> sir, good I've sir. I've been ready. I've been ready. All right. Your time starts now. All right. I love Richard Madden and Kid Harrington so dang much. That's my first note, Cody. Okay, my first note is I love them. They're my favorites. Everybody, they're sweet boys. I was so mad when we're in spoiler town right now. I'm about to spoil Game of Thrones. Rob Stark freaking dies. Okay, he gets his head chopped off. It gets sewn. It gets a. He gets his his wolf's head gets chopped off. Gets sewn onto his body, and they parade him around. It, they're awful people. Don't watch Game of Thrones, Cody. Everybody out there, don't watch it. It's a bad show. It is an abusive relationship. To a T, okay? That's what it is. It's you and another entity having an abusive relationship. Just don't do it. The books are also bad. They're poorly written, okay? So just don't, just avoid it for the rest of your life and you'll be happy. Just play Elden Ring, all right? That looks good. It looks fun. It'll be the same kind of thing, all right? Why would you cast Richard Madden, Rob Stark, and Kit Harrington, John Snee, in a movie where the love interest is Cersei? Okay, that's a dumb move. I love them. I'm glad they were cast. I love those two actors. They're sweet boys. They're strong boys. I love, I love, here's the thing. There's a Call of Duty game with Kit Harrington in it. Nobody liked it. Everybody's like, this is like playing Halo. I love Halo. It was amazing. It's the best one ever. Because Kit Harrington plays a, some crazy warlord from Mars that invades, uh, he's human though, is when they colonize Mars. You know, classic colonize Mars. Mars takes about 30 seconds to look around and be like, this sucks. Rebel! And then they rebel, okay? <laughs> so now they're doing that. It's, uh, uh, so anyway, so Sprite is Pinocchio. The whole movie is Pinocchio. You're welcome. That's the entire movie. I spoiled the whole movie. Sprite's like, oh, I'm a real boy. And then Psych, now she's a girl, okay? It's a real girl. She's not Peter Pan. She's not Wendy. She's not uh, uh, Tinkerbell. She's Pinocchio, okay? Here's what I told Tiffany, all right? Here we go. Ready? So... This is the only one that makes sense, okay? Kid Harrington, Wendy. Uh, Cersei is Peter Pan. Uh, Icarus, he's, he's Tinkerbell because he can fly, okay? These are what you need to know, Cody. The rest of them, I don't know what they're doing. They're lost boys, they're pirates, who cares, okay? Uh, Selma Hayek is uh, Tiger Lily, okay? Why? Because that's racist, probably. I don't know. Cody, Tiger Lily is the thing that I, you know, Tiger Lily was my first crush. Okay, so t- Tiger Lily, it's Selma Hayek, t- Selma Hayek, she's good looking, so she's Tiger Lily. All right, now we're moving on, <laughs> Cody. <clears throat> There's an elderly Chinese man with an adorable puppy that was very well behaved the whole movie in the movie theater. He was there, and then I wrote this. As we were leaving, I found this out. Puppy has a special puppy stroller, okay? Just so you know. Now you know. Now, Cody, here's what I told you at the beginning. Marvel is very inconsistent, okay? Very inconsistent when it comes to what? Celestials. What are they? Are they Kurt Russell? Are they giant crystal star factories? All right? I need to know answers. I don't need your dumb BS about this isn't real and it's all different writers of comic books that weren't that didn't have to link them all together and now they're just trying to mush them all together. I need answers. Kurt Russell came in and he's like, I'm a celestial. Star Lord's half celestial. And now you got freaking giant crystal monsters that's like, hey, look, I look exactly like Galactus. I'm not Galactus. But also, I destroy planets just like Galactus. And it's like, what are you? What are you? All right. Bet you Galactus is his boss or something. Who knows? I don't know. What's the what's the political infrastructure of them? Because it seems like Arishim is just kind of calling the shots for everybody and nobody knows who he is. Okay. It's like everyone in the movie 
is named by someone who thinks all this stuff is for nerds. All right, it's like, what's her name? Who is that Roman chick? I don't know. It's freaking nerd stuff. Athena, whatever. It sounds right. Uh, You know, who's all this other stuff? Uh, 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 Bluebull. That's that guy's name. Right, it's all, it's every single name for all these people, all these heroes, all these uh, ancient Roman or whatever gods, it's all just a little wrong, where it's like, someone's like, I don't know about that nerd stuff, so they purposefully get it wrong just to insult you. It's like when someone's like, you play that Pokemon game, you play them Pokemans, you know, when your dad would do that, and you're like, you know for a fact it's called Pokemon, dad, you've spent $10,000 on these cards for me, okay, you better darn well know it's Pokemon, alright, you watch the show every week with me. All right. Why would you put an impenetrable barrier around your house and not make a table out of vibranium? Okay. Tech dude, he wasted all his money. He wasted every cent he spent on those IKEA furniture garbage. Okay. I have IKEA furniture. If I could make stuff with my bare hands and I still bought it, that would cause a fight. That would cause a fight over money in my house. Okay. Uh, And then Tiffany took forever in the bathroom and I had to sit there and we were the last people out. And that was my last point. Tyler, I let me tell you, you, know. you have never timed your rant more perfectly, and I applaud you. Let me just give you a little, well done. Well done, sir. I'm very proud of you. And now you need to shut up because I have things to say. Oh, tell me. Is it Pinocchio or is it Peter Pan? Because you said Pinocchio, and then you listed all the Peter Pan characters, and now I'm confused, all right? I get it. I get you said the real boy thing, and I was ready for you to expound on it, and then you just named Peter Pan character. Peter Pan is a wonderful book. And I recommend, when I have children, I'm going to read Peter Pan with them. I don't care what you said. Peter Pan, Winnie the Pooh, maybe that's it. And Roald Dahl's pretty good. That's it. That's the curriculum, okay? So which one is it? You can't say anything, but you better you better tell me. You better get ready. You better buckle up your butt, okay? I loved this movie, okay? I loved it so dearly, and I loved how heady it was. It was all philosophy. It was all religion. It was all mythology, muddled up into a Marvel movie, and I thought it was excellent. I love thinking, look, I loved that every character had their own perspective, their own ideas, their own powers. They went their separate ways. They had their own reasons for doing things, and I thought it was amazing that they could fit in so many different characters' personalities and pay off so many storylines, and I cared about all the characters, and I rooted for them in their own different ways. It touched on faith. And everything, you know, it's like, because some people do, they have that strong faith in their purpose and like their, what's his name? The name of the guy you said, the guy who's in charge, who gives them their orders, okay? And other people were like, no, we're doing our own thing. We've been here with the humans, we, we our perspective has changed. And I really, I thought that was an amazing way to make a movie. Chloe Zhao, she did it. Knocked it out of the park, for me at least. I told you I was 50-50 on Chloe Zhao. I didn't like the writer, I did like Nomadland. So I was like, what, what are we going to do? Where are we going to land? The verdict's out. She's good. She's very, she's great. All right. I will let her keep her Oscar that she already won. Okay. That's where I'm standing. CZ, all in. All right. Good job. High five. Give me a high five. No, not you. Not you. Chloe Zhao. She's not here. Okay. So here's the other thing about this movie. It's one of the, it happens in Marvel movies. Okay. It happens in all movies. You, you get halfway through and you're like, I'm watching a movie. How am I feeling about it? You know? And sometimes it's like, it's all right. It's good. It's great. I Two different times while watching this movie, I had the thought, I love this. Two different times, okay? That's great. And I thought the movie kind of just got better and better. Based on the trailer, I was like, 
I'm all in because it's Marvel and it's Chloe Zhao and it's a great cast. So I'm interested to see, but I, the trailer didn't make me want to see this movie necessarily, you know? I was like, I don't know. I don't know about the look of it. I don't know about how it's going to go. And the more I watched the movie, the more invested I got. It just got better and better and better and it ended. And I was like, you know what? High fives all around. I thought they did a wonderful job. There are, I have a few critiques. Sure, I do. One, two, three. Not that much. Um, my biggest critique is that I don't know that they really paid off the deviant. You know, there's a deviant that's becoming sentient and is evolving. And it's like, oh, are the deviants going to pair up with the Eternals? Are they going to reconcile? Are they going to take down the celestial themselves? To get together, I mean. And then they kind of were just like, we kill the deviant, high five. And like, well, the whole movie is about killing deviants. And then you realize maybe we weren't supposed to be killing deviants, but then you still were like, at ah, deviants suck anyway. So let's just save Earth for the Earthlings. It's like, well, so I didn't, that was the big flaw in the movie, I thought. Really the only flaw, because I loved everything else. So I'm, am I interested to hear your thoughts on that? Yes. Because aside from that, it was so good. It was aesthetically very different from the other Marvel movies. Like it felt like a lot more wide open landscapes and natural, more natural kind of lighting, you know. Um, and I, I just appreciated that it aesthetically it looked very different. It was an ambitious project, okay? Not everyone can introduce. I don't know how many characters there were like seven or eight or ten in the team. I know they had to cut out like three that were in the comics, um, but this one. They had so many characters, and I was like, there's no way, because that's too hard. It's too hard to do. And I honestly, I thought she did a great job. Like I said, I empathize with every character in its own way. I rooted for some a little more than others, but everyone, I saw their perspective, and I was like, that's a beautiful thing. That's a great thing to do. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani does Bollywood dance in this movie. So what, what else do you even want? What else do you even want? No, look me in the eyes. Could they have made a better move? No. Kumail Nanjiani does a Bollywood dance and is delightful. So, uh, haters out there, tell me why. Who hurt you? Who hurt you that you couldn't enjoy this wonderful movie? All right? That's what I, that's my question for you and uh, for everyone else. <sighs> it was good. It was very good. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. Look at me. Look at me. No, stop talking, Cody. It's, it's the end of your time. Don't be. Don't keep going now. So, I did it. I laid myself bare. So, what do you have to say? Uh, so, you know, Cody, I I respect <clears throat> that. That's how you think. <laughs> but I agree with you. Okay. I also think the deviant went nowhere. <clears throat> it went nowhere, and I was mad about it. But also. I was like, I feel like they were trying to make me feel about this deviant and feel empathy for it. But also, this thing eats humans and anything else sentient just for, because, okay? Because that's what it do. Yeah, that's what it yeah. do, okay? Um, so also, yeah, I feel like eradicating them is a, is a good, is a good, uh, good, uh, but they never they reconcile with it, you know? Like, they're like, yeah. hey, this thing can talk. And also, it's looking more and more like people. Anyway, yeah. we killed it. You're like, wait, shouldn't you have spoken with it now that it speaks and does things and has absorbed your your essence as eternal? So aren't you going to reconcile with what it means to be an eternal and also it is a deviant? 
and also you're opposed to each other, but you're only opposed to each other because the your creator was the one that made the de- you know like the creator made the deviance was like uh, I'm just gonna make some other things to fight the de- you know so it's like they never brought that up with the de- you know they never had that moment and I get it they had a bigger threat going on but they did they spent a lot of time developing it and I appreciate the deviant was more than just a creature that's what it seemed like in all the trailers you're like oh they fight deviants okay cool it looks like they're just having a CGI fight and that's fine. Um, so I, I mean, but also is it, is it just enough to say, Hey, look, the deviants didn't do anything wrong. They were just made that way. And instead of addressing it, the creator was like, eh, I'll just have an opposing force to the deviants and that's fine. That's enough. So is that enough? Or did you need to go through the point of saying, Hey, look, these deviants are getting stronger and different and learning. Uh, anyway, we still killed them. So I don't know. That was the weak point I think in the writing. And the rest of it was great. Yeah. I, I, I could have done without, like, it felt like it took them so long to get the band back together. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I get it. You know, it's like the heist movie kind of mentality and like structure where it's like, we got to get the crew together. And that's a big part of the movie. And it's like, yeah. But it's a two-hour movie, and I feel like you spent two and a half-hour movie, and I feel like you spent two hours going around and having philosophical discussions as to why you guys should all do the thing that you all agree you should do. So and then good. At the end, one guy's like, "Psych!" This whole time, I thought we shouldn't do this, and then another guy's like, "You know what? I agree with him." And I'm like, "Well, this is stupid." <laughs> but here's the thing: this is what I appreciate about that, because they are ancient beings they've been around for so long so i feel like their timetable is just a little different you know and it's like oh we've been separated for so many hundreds of years so now it's like i don't know i i just i, I like the pacing of it like i like that it didn't push and it didn't feel like other marvel movies you know yeah i'm all about that heady heady discussion you know give me all the head i mean i liked it i just could have done with them like all right, we've got everybody together now. Now let's discuss, you know, as opposed to let's go to this guy. We got to do this thing. Okay, cool. 20 minutes later. All right, let's move out to the next person. It's like, why did you wait so long? I also, um, I felt like the, uh, was it Mad Weary? Uh, was a bit of a pointless exercise. It's just like an excuse to the mad weary, the thing that like Athena had. So she could like, she's like, I can't oh. fight, you know, but then was she does bit, fight, but pointless. Cause it was yeah. just an excuse to get her out to like nerf her so that she couldn't just fight Icarus later. Like there was yeah. more of a, Oh, because I guess, you know, like if you didn't take her out for at least one fight, then there's no way realistically that you could have another one of the Eternals die. Because she's already shown that she can wade through like enormous numbers of these things without getting a scratch. So, mm. yeah, yeah, I hear you. But I did like that. It was like, yeah, we're Eternals, but not really, because there does come a point where the burden of all the knowledge we have is too much. You know, so I, I appreciated that it did put some limitations on them. Yeah. Well, it's also like the whole thing would be. Not so much that 
Because that was the thing. is like they led it up to where it's like, oh, yeah, eventually you just can't remember anymore because it's too much. But it was more like, oh, no, it's more because the guy that made us messed up when he wiped your memory last and didn't actually wipe it. Mm, yeah. And that's what it really is. Also, they're like, you tried to warn us. It's like she tried to kill you. That was what yeah. really happened there. Yeah, yeah. She didn't try to war. She's like, everyone's going to die on this planet you've never heard of. Now I'm going to kill you all. It's like, what? That doesn't make sense. What you're doing mm-hmm. here. That's not a very good warning system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. I have an important question for you. Hit me with this important question. It's a question that I address with Bailey in the middle of the movie. Oh, okay. You ready? Yeah. You have to answer with your heart. That's what you need to understand, okay? Kit Harrington or Richard Madden? Richard Madden. Kit Harrington. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Fight me. Let's go. I mean, another spoiler for uh, Game of Thrones. That means you prefer the Targaryens over the, the Starks, Cody. I prefer... Well, I don't know. Whatever. Game of Thrones. Can't do it. But he's half Targaryen, half Stark. Which one's Targaryen? Is that... Uh... It's the one where they bang their siblings. But also the Lannisters <laughs> oh. did that too. Right. But just the one <laughs> pair of twins. Just the one off. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at, Kid Harrington. I was... Behind were so confused by his character. because I was like, ah, oh, dang it. I don't know this hero at all. So I had to look it up. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, what's his deal? So he's the... Is it the Black Knight? Is that what he's Black called? Black Knight, yeah. He gets an old sword from King of Arthur days, and he's, like, good at swords. Yep. That's cool. exactly it. So uh, the thing with Black Knight, right, is... so. In the comics, right, the third per it's, it's like his character is the third one to be the Black Knight, and the one before him was a supervillain. Yeah, his uncle. It's a naughty, naughty boy. Yeah. Here's the real thing. Don't care about any of that, Cody. Mm. Just think about yourself caring about it. Blow that away. Stop it. Forget about it. The guy that says, are you sure you're ready for that? Do you know who it was? Do you get it? Do you understand the implications? Oh. I guess I li- I literally just put it together right now. It's uh, Mahershala Ali, right? Yeah. As Blade. Yes. So he's going to be Blade. So yeah. he's going to be a King Arthur vampire fighter. I guess so. I don't know how they're linked in the comics. <laughs> I, I mean, they both have blades. It's true. So. It's true. Okay, let's talk about the other thing that needs to be addressed. Okay. I love the valet. He's so yeah, awesome. He just follows around, doing the filming, helping out Kumail. I I love that whole turn. And here's the thing. I love Kumail. He didn't get a lot of laughs in our showing. Which is why I need to start seeing these movies in Screenland Armor, like the night of premiere again, because those people get it. Kumail was delightful in this. Absolutely. I loved his dancing. I loved his jokes. I loved his character. I just thought it was so funny. They all went so many different ways, you know, like, um, is it Cersei was doing the historian thing and then Brian Tree, Brian, Brian Tree Henry, is that just, I always mess up his name. He's out there. He made a little family. You know, they're all doing different things. And then Kumail's like, no, I'm a, a famous rich dude. <laughs> so he's like, he's like created his own Bollywood uh, empire. Where he's like, no, my grandfather was this guy. Then my father was this guy. You know, so he's, he's just being himself over a hundred years, but saying he's, 
you know, just the like, same generation of people. I was like, that's good, brilliant. He's part of the greatest uh, dynasty. And he made like a Bollywood franchise about the Eternals, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. I love that it was like the third one in the trilogy. You know, it looks a little bit cheesy. You know, I just loved it. It was so good. Oh, yeah. oh and the valet. What a sweet man. He just he just has more and more cameras. He's got, how many cameras did he have? Like four or five, I think, because people yeah. keep destroying him. Yeah. He gets like another smaller camcorder and then another little smaller thing. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, oh, I man. Like him. Yeah, I uh, so here's my question for you. You know, of the Eternals, did you have a favorite of them? Like, especially when it comes to like their, I guess their philosophy and the, like, which one did you think was the most interesting, or which one did you like the best? You make me pick a fave. Yes, a favorite. It's hard because, like I said, I really did empathize with all the characters, but. I don't know if I can pick a single favorite. I appreciated where Cersei took the group. I appreciated Kumail for his comedic relief. Um, I also really like, what's his name? What's the Asian guy who takes care of Thena? Gilgamesh. I really did enjoy Gilgamesh as well. Those are my top three, I guess. I don't know if I can pick a favorite. I feel like as a group, they all bring something to the table, you know? I like that they're yeah. all part of a whole. What about you? I would say, well, like, because I'm, I'm thinking, I think my the one I found the most interesting, you know, <clears throat> was Druig. Because mm-hmm. I feel like he had a very interesting perspective on their mission and what to do. Because, like, it's another thing, like, his power wasn't really useful for fighting uh, the things. Mm-hmm really like he was tough and could like punch hard but outside of that like his main use what seems like it was getting people out of their way mm. whereas like so like and also like the fact that he could go into their minds and control them and all that and knew he could stop all this bloodshed that they just kind of had to step by stand by and watch and then him like kind of kicking off them all separating by just taking like all those people from uh, Teotihuacan are like dipping into the woods. Yeah. And uh, I just, I found his whole thing very interesting that he was like, I could stop all of this. Like I could take over every mind on the planet and make mm-hmm. it a utopia. And then it's just him basically being a cult leader in the rainforest. Right. And then, you know, like the line where he says, he's like, I thought about taking over everyone's mind. And then mm-hmm. they're, they're like, I can't remember who he was talking to, but they're like, why didn't you? And he's like, well, because without their flaws, they're not, they're not human. Mm. And because that's another thing that kind of shows character growth from, on his part from his like, I'm just, I have, I'm going to stop this attitude to, you know, him being there where he's like, and then it kind of gives you where like, they're like, oh yeah, don't believe anything you see here. Cause it's like, he controls all these people. So don't believe it yeah. and then to find out like well he didn't really control them he just created this little and protected them right and it showed like even once he dropped control of them when they were like trying to kill that one thing they were like oh what's happening you know like mm. we're here because we want to be here and he like told them to run away and all that so yeah he was an interesting character i had a hard time with that actor because he's in he's sort of like a bad guy i guess 
a couple movies. He's in The Green Knight, and then he's in the movie The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And he's sort of this twisted, awkward uh, young man that kind of ruins this guy's life. Like, it's weird. It's a weird movie. It's the same director as The Lobster um, and the other one that I actually, uh, one about the queen, uh, the, uh, whatever, the one with Emma Stone and the, the lady. The favorite anyway. Yeah, the favorite. Yorgos yeah. Lanthimos, that's the name. So it's that director, and he has some weird movies. But anyway, so this kid is kind of like, he's the worst. And like, anyway, so to watch him, after watching him with that movie, he's ruined for me. So it took me a while to get into drug. And I did. I did come around to it, but I was like, oh, I can't watch this kid. I just can't do it because it just reminds me of the horrors of watching the killing of a sacred deer. So just be warned if you watch that movie. Um, it is an interesting movie. So anyway, but he's he is very well cast in the killing of a sacred deer. And so to have him be like more of a good guy in this one, I was like, no, I'm not ready. So he did a good job. He is a good actor. Some other people considered for that role. Fun fact. Oh. Huh? So I know you love them. I know you need them. I need it. Uh, also considered for that role, hmm. Keanu Reeves, Luke Evans, Rami Malek, and Ian McShane. Hmm. And I think hmm. they all would have done decent. I don't know if, I love Keanu. I don't know if he quite had the depth for this movie, um, but I think the other actors probably could have done a good job. You're trying so, to say just Keanu interesting. couldn't come across as a cult leader? I just I know he's too pure. I maybe maybe he could have because Druig is. Maybe he could have. anyway. Who'd you who'd you have picked? Of those to play Druig or? Yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves, Luke Evans, Rami Malek, Ian McShane. I mean, you know I love Luke Evans. Yeah. So I got I gotta go with him just because so, he's in a thing, but I feel like Luke yeah. Evans it's dangerous because Icarus is supposed to be the hot one. <laughs> yeah so yeah i think <clears throat> yeah you can't put luke evans in there and then be like look at richard madden the hot one everybody's gonna be like yeah no he's not no it'd be like druid control you know mind control me daddy you know one of those i think rami malik or ian mcshane would have been good choice. the thing here's the only thing about ian mcshane because one thing i kind of liked with this movie that they did um salma hayek is one of the older characters and i feel like she kind of that worked really well for her having it made her seem more authoritative over the others you know like it kind of made sense that she was the leader of the group yeah um they also considered for that role Ana de Armas Eliza Gonzalez who I don't know Gina Rodriguez who's really good and Naomi Scott but Gina Rodriguez and Ana de Armas are both young they're both in like their 20s mm. so I do think Salma Hayek was a good choice just because it, it did make her feel like I don't know she's kind of like the mom of the group sort yeah. of yeah. So I think if you cast Ian McShane as Druid, it would have been like, no, he's the old wise one, so he knows what's up. Yeah, which I'm sure that that is probably why it came down to doing it like that, because they even <clears throat> there's even like some lines and stuff where it seems like they they look at her like a mother figure. So mm-hmm. another thing, another critique I have of the movie that I just thought of right was so when uh, Cersei goes it speaks to Airstrom and Airstrom's like, all right, here's what's, here's the deal. Okay. Since you're the leader now, uh, you're not really from this planet. You're robots that I build in this place. 
the World Forge. Which I'm pretty sure is something they used somewhere else in the MCU. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, oh, yep. And then he's like, yep, see, you're just one of a ton of Eternals that I built. And then it's like, <coughs> it looks like they're just the same team. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, you got Harry Styles showing up like, I'm an Eternal too. We're all different. What's up? Or, and it's like, here's the what? thing. I don't trust anything Harry Styles said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's real. You know what I'm saying? He showed His up looking like Thanos. Shazam. And it was like, yeah, I don't know if you are. You know what I'm saying? So I, he he almost struck me as like sort of like a Loki character where it's like, all right, you seem a little tricksy. All right. I don't know what you're up to, but you're cool. Like you're a cool dude. Like I'll hang out, you know? So that was my thing is I didn't know if I bought quite what he said. So I could be wrong. But, yeah. I like that Patton Oswald has been in, like, three Marvel things now. Oh, yeah, because he plays Pip. Yeah. Which one's so, Pip? The, is it Pip? Was that his name? The little troll? In dude? this one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's also in the Mordok, the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Or not cartoon, it's Claymation. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing, Cody. Cody, look at me. Look me in the eyeballs, okay? I see you. Yes. Because I, I, I did some reading, and I just double-checked some stuff about this guy. This Star Fox. This Archbigger. Star Fox? What's his name? That's his name. This is how it's Star Fox? Star Fox. But it's one word, not two words, you fool, Cody. <laughs> That's All what right. I said, okay? Um, or uh, Eros or Aaron. I mean, but it's E-R-O-N. Okay. Okay, look, here's the thing. If you're gonna be Star Fox and you introduce yourself saying, Hey, I'm Thanos' brother, that would be like if I showed up and I was like, My name's Jake Smith. I'm the brother of Barack Obama. You're like, those are different name categories. You know what I'm saying? Those are very different name vibes. Okay, here's the Thanos Star Fox. Okay. They've established Cody, where do baby eternals come from? The guy makes them. In the guy factory. makes them in the World Forge. This dude, where did he come from? Titan. He was born on Titan to Mr. and Mrs. Thanos. Parents. Thanos. Okay. Parents. Yeah. Okay. Cody. Yeah. What is even real know, life? Man. All right. Look, I don't know what Kurt Russell is. I don't know what Thanos is. And I don't know what Star Fox is. But I know that Eternals. I don't know, man. He was. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's he the was problem we're running into. Oh, okay. Give it to me. Okay. No, I'm just going to say. So Jack Kirby made this these comics. Jack Kirby's known for doing lots of comics, right? It's Jim Starlin. How dare you, sir? What? He's the one that made Star Fox anyway. No, I'm talking about Eternals. Oh, do you know Jack Kirby? Fact. Jack yeah, I learned about I learned about this in a video. Fine. So Jack Kirby made Eternals, and his whole thing originally it was going to be a DC DC thing, but he's like, hey, I want to do my own thing, like my own universe mythology and everything. 
and it didn't work out with DC. And I think he was even considering doing like an independent thing of like, no, these are just, you know, kind of like Invincible or some of these other like great comics. And like, you know, this is just his own thing. It's a superhero thing outside of other superhero things. He ended up landing with Marvel, you know? So, so really this could be a standalone. Like they, like you said, they tied it in, but this is really very much could have just been its own thing. Like not even tied to Marvel, just its own comic book series. So that's what's weird about it. Yeah. And I love it as that. Like if you put it in a bottle separate from the others and didn't consider the implications of how is it tied in, I think it's wonderful. And you just got to sit back, turn your brain off, and enjoy the ride. All right? That's where I'm at, you know? Cody, how dare you? Because that's my thing. I'm going to turn your brain <laughs> off. All right? I got. But it's I, not I, even turning your brain off because it's so heady. Oh the philosophy you know what i'm saying because like you're saying i will let this exist in itself and see what they do with it i don't know man that's where i'm at but what is an eternal (laughs) because star fox isn't eternal but he's born on titan but he's not big and purple but that's okay know, because man. that's how he's supposed he's not supposed to be big and purple. So was Mrs. Thanos Mrs. Thanos's mom? Mrs. Mentor? Uh, Mrs. Mentor uh what? sleeping around with humans or whatever? Probably. Alright. Here's the thing. I meant to do more research on these characters. What I ended up doing was a lot of research on Moon Knight, okay? Yeah, yeah. Which always happens anytime I look stuff up for Marvel. It always goes to Moon Knight, okay? Okay, Moon Knight. Right. He's crazy. Cody, there's so many... I tell you Look, right you have now, a lot of questions, but keep in mind, we're kicking off a new phase of Marvel, all right? They gotta... They gotta Bring in more stuff to do more stuff. Okay? That's what you don't understand. I'm looking at a section of... Oh, oh I can't see any of that. Oh, no, it's no, that's so, fine. There so we bright. go. Do you want me to read that? No, I just want you to know, this is what I'm looking at. 90% of this is words that I don't know what they mean. Okay? Oh, yeah. Nihilistic? Yeah, it's not a real word. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, Let no, me learn you like, something big about nihilism. Look, do you want to understand nihilism? Because I'll tell you exactly what it Cody, is. Are you ready? There's nothing to understand about nihilism. No, I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. I'm going to unlock the key in your brain to understanding what nihilism is. Ready? I mean, the Big Lebowski already did this for me, Cody. No. But he no. gave it to me. I have a better example. Rick. Rick is the nihilist. That's oh. all you need to know. That's all you ever needed to know. Now you understand nihilism. But what about the nihilists from Big Lebowski? I don't remember. It's been too long since I've seen it. Here's the thing, Cody. Let me learn you something big about the Big Lebowski. Oh, is that where he's like, it's the Nile? Like, that's the who they think is behind the stuff? <laughs> well, there's is a group the of guys is? called the Nihilists. That okay. are wanting the money uh-huh. and asking him where the money is. And he's like, what do they want? And the guy's like, they're Nihilists, Lebowski. They don't want anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that movie. What a great film. Oh, so good. Iron Man and Moon Dragon. That's a Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon is, is that a different character. from Moon Knight? 
I, Does I Moon Knight fight Moon Dragon or in this scene? I don't team? know, man. Captain Marvel. Oh, Tiffany. She's in the room. She's, oh. in, she's not saying anything. She's looking uh -oh. adorable, though. She got this striped sweater that's a turtleneck, and she looks very cute. Oh. You know, the that. best time to wear a striped sweater is all is the time. All the time. Yeah. That's why she bought it. It's the best time to wear a striped sweater. One with, One the with collar, a collar, turtleneck. turtleneck. There you go. That's the kind. Yeah. <laughs> we said it so perfectly. I just got a thing on Google <laughs> me saying, you're getting an echo. Oh you my want to fix that? <laughs> oh, we've become one. This is wonderful. Oh, so we've been unified. Yes, uh, and speaking unified. of moons, I just learned about uh, Reverend Sun Young Moon of the Unification Church cult. <laughs> Have you heard about this cult? It's no. a big deal. And also, uh, one of the okay, <laughs> it's a giant. Okay, it's a famous cult, and because, and you know, it's a good cult because they have a good nickname because they're called Moonies. Which is just the best because it's Reverend Sun Young Moon. Okay, Reverend Moon has a cult called the Unification Church, Moonies Moons Church. Okay, and I learned that they had one of their like in their umbrella corporation. One of their corporations, I think it's called True Foods, um, and it was one of the companies that like made a big push to popularize sushi so they could get rich. So, so this cult was a reason for the popularization of sushi. I learned that on a Hulu show, David Chang called Food You Will Eat, What You Will Eat, something like that. Look it up. It's a great show. Anyway, also, here's the other weird thing about the Moonies. Is you roll up, if you're a member of the Moonies church, you have to show up to a unification ceremony. So you roll up to it, and it's like a church that does mass arranged marriages. And so... You could go to the ceremony and just be like, hey, you're a Mooney. I'm a Mooney. I need to be unified with someone. Do you want to get married today? And then you just hook up and yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that cool? Uh, yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So they're the reason you like sushi. They have a huge stake in selling fish used for sushi. Still to this day, I believe. And uh, it's a cult where you get unified in a mass marriage thing. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, you know, it's a good time. So anyway, that's what Moon Knight is from, right? Uh -huh. Am I right about that? No, but yeah. I know more than you do about Moon Knight because I watched this thing about the Moonies. So as far as I'm concerned, they're all the same. Yeah, exactly. No one knows what it is, and I'm excited for the future. Chloe Zhao is the first Oscar winner. Okay, there are other Oscar winners that have directed Marvel movies, but she's the first one to have her Oscar when she did the directing and the movie came out. So, oh. yeah. Isn't that fun? That is fun. I so, empirically, this movie's very good. Yeah, I mean, I would say it definitely seems like something that's directed more, like, at that caliber. I would say unless, like, you know, just kind of like an action movie. It's hugely ambitious. Ambitious, that's a good And the movie. amount of scope, scale, and the number of characters. And I thought she did a great job. All right, here's another question I have for you. Why do super hyper-advanced civilizations always make their spaceships out of rock instead of metal? It's more woke. All right? it seems very brittle. You're going to go here and strip mine out for a big old piece of metal you got to refine? No. You take a big rock, 
and you carve it into the shape you need. All right, that's it's more earth conscious. It's more woke. Okay. All right, here's my rebuttal. Uh, she can turn anything. She could just turn that ship then into metal. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. I will say that was one of my favorite uses of her powers in the movie is when they're in the Amazon and all the people run into the the shed, the building, the whatever, and mm-hmm. then she turns it into like a steel fortress or whatever, like a metal fortress. I love that. Yeah. There were some cool uses of their powers in this one. Yeah, that was a cool thing. Like it is it I liked how their powers all seemed very much like they're meant to work as a team. Yeah. So individually they would lo- they lose and die. You know. And it's only together that they can like succeed at it. Mm-hmm. But also like uh it was like because then at first I was like, uh, oh, Ajax is like kind of, it's like, what the heck? She's a leader. She can heal him. Okay. They don't need her. And then they went to fight him and they didn't have her to like heal them. And I was like, oh no. Oh no. Uh-huh. This is going to yeah. be, it's going to go bad. It's a bad time. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah, they I've... lost uh, Gilgamesh, I was like, oh no. <gasps> oh no. Yeah, and I, I, I really liked uh, to, just talking about the philosophy of the movie, I love that they have to confront their their origin and what their purpose is, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's always done in a Marvel. You know, it's just like, hey, the thing you thought you were, that's not really what you're here for. And the mission you thought you were doing, it is not really, you're here just to serve this dude. You know, like it's not about protecting these people from the deviants. It's about the end game is now we want people to get eaten because... Yeah, I just, I just like that that was the whole thing. It's like, oh, do we... Okay, we fought out the Deviants, great. Now people are thriving. Oh, and they get eaten. But it makes more people. So I was like, that's the big question. It's like, is that the right thing to be doing, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, on the scale that, like, the the Celestials are operating on. Because you think, like, well, that's 7 billion people you're just wiping out. But they do make a good point, and it's, like, on the scale that these guys are thinking about it's like yeah one planet with a billion with several billion people die so that billions of planets with billions of people can be created it's the same if i like crushed an anthill you know like in the scale of the earth if an anthill gets crushed not a big deal i mean i'm not doing it for any purpose but i'm just saying if i was a celestial i was like yeah no this people on this earth have to go not the end of the world because we're we got other stuff going on you know yeah It'd kind of be like uh, I, the best, like you said, the best way to do it would be like if you said, if I crush this anthill, another earth gets created. Uh-huh. And everybody would yeah. be like, you can't do that. It's unethical. And you'd be like, the F, why is it unethical? And we're talking about yeah. making another earth for the price of an anthill. But I, I also really like that the whole thing with the deviants is they weren't intended to be created. At least but not it's like also, they are. Yeah. But it, what's that? Like, so their intent was to like clear out predators so right sent, and, and so the deviants went wrong and they got in the way of the mission so there's like ah, the eternals they uh they show up and they take you know just like okay oh, yeah, no your purpose is not what you thought it was like yeah. yes it's fighting the deviants but like the deviants is just an error in our judgment or an error in our coding of the world and so it's like well what other mistakes did you make and is this whole thing a mistake you know mm-hmm. it's a good question yeah i mean i like that that was you know, you have, like, Icarus who's just kind of like, no, no, this is the right way to do this. Like, who are we to question them, basically, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's the way it's been done for so long. Like, you know, we're just tools 
for them to use. So like we need to stick to that versus like Cersei's point, which is like, there has to be a better way of doing this. And they're just not looking for that better way. Mm. Which, you know, I I was looking at how big this dude was. He could have gotten out of there without blowing up the planet. He could have squirmed out. So really it's, (laughs) they can't get out because they don't want to squirm out of a hole. All right. We all did Uh it, Cody. We all squirmed Uh our way out of a hole at one point. (laughs) Some people had to get cut out, but that's what I'm saying. Like there should be, is there a celestial C-section? Okay. That's what I need to know. Okay. You're saying medically there is a procedure. There's a way to do it. Geologically. There should be. That's be another way. Yeah. Um, I did love the scale of them. Like when she goes to face, what is the name of the main guy? They Harishim. work with Harishim. I love that. It's just like, Oh, this dude's massive. Like it makes you feel so helpless. We're just like, yeah. Oh, this is the dude you're going up against. Like you're not even in the same species of existence. Like, you know, it would be like, um, it'd be like a Chihuahua going up against an elephant. It's like, yeah, no, you guys are not even, this is not the same. <laughs> If your chihuahua yeah. wants to fight an elephant, you're done. Like, it's not going to work out for you. Yeah. Which it never really seems like, I mean, they kind of looked at it like, oh, no, we it might come down to we're having to fight Erisham, and that might be where this ends up. But, like, they're like, well, we, their goal is never to, like, end the Celestials because they're like, the Celestials are the thing keeping the universe from having, like, a heat death, basically. Yeah. Which that is a crazy thing because, you know, that is something nice with the Eternals because they live forever. They have that perspective where they can say they can be concerned with the heat death of the universe. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're just talking about, like, Iron Man, he's going to be like, yeah, we thought that was going to happen anyway. That's, a, that's like, billions and billions of years from now. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I, I just love the idea of, like, the origin of the universe. And here's how it works, and here's how more planets are created. Like, it's such a bigger scale than... Because even, like, Endgame, it's huge. It's like, oh, half the population is gone. That's not right. we got to fix this, you know? And yeah. Thanos has his own reasons for doing it, but it's much more personal than, no, this is how planets are made, and civilizations are created. And, you know, I just love that it was the rationale for here's why we had dinosaurs, and here's why we evolved to be what we are. And I was like, that's cool. I thought it was really rad. I, Jack Kirby, good job. That's what I thought. And I thought, you know, I mean, were there some flaws? I guess so. I guess I have to admit it was not a perfect film, um, but I thought it was wonderful. I have a couple, just like two fun facts for you. Give me these fun facts. We talked about some of the casting. I have one more. So some other people considered for Icarus. Oh, I I thought it was fun that their names all tied in with different legends and mythologies like Mercury and Icarus and Athena and all that. So it's fun, okay? We like it. And if you don't like it, it's not for you, okay? Okay. All right. So uh, other people considered for Icarus. Charlie Hunam, Alexander Skarsgård, Army Hammer, Sam Hewen. I don't know Sam. Why not Army Hammer? Cody, you need to look up Army Hammer and just be it. Cody... The guy, some stuff has gone on with that man, all right? What do you mean? Okay, so this guy was, he got caught up, Cody. He got, got, he got, got, Cody. He got gotten in all of these, the allegations. Everybody's out here alligating everyone else, and he got in he, there. Here's he the got thing. alligatored? He got alligatored, okay? Here's what separated him from everyone else. Everyone else, they're like, oh, 
he he pressured me to do stuff or oh he sent me unsolicited pictures army hammer had a completely consensual i feel like relationship with people uh but there was a lot of like cannibalism fetish stuff and i was like you can't recover from that you can recover from all this other stuff but when multiple girls come out and be like yeah no he he he, he got a he got a booner from uh, oh talking about this is me. just recently this is only a few weeks ago i didn't even know this one came out here's the problem with it he's hot exactly <laughs> like harvey weinstein gross dude he is gross shia labeouf has priors with like his arrests and being drunk and substance abuse and issues. You know, he got issues okay army hammer bona fide hottie like everyone agrees and look he's not is he for me not necessarily but he is like He's a Ken doll among G.I. Jones. Dolls? You know, he's he's oh, yeah. a he, he's a beautiful specimen of a man, and women like that. So you can get away with more when you're hot. Yeah. Because everyone's like, I would let him eat me. What's the problem? Like, what's your issue? You know? Yeah. That is wild. Okay. So, so uh, anyway, I just thought it'd be fun. Some other people um, considered for the role. And uh, Alexander Skarsgård, though, that would have been a good one. He would have yeah, the man with no pants. I mean, I definitely think somebody at one point was like, because I, I gotta imagine that Kit Harrington and Richard Madden like working together because I see them together in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So part of me wonders if one of them got cast and pushed for that with the other one. Also, if somebody was like, "Wait a second, you already cast, you got Cersei." And you're looking, Richard Madden and Kit Harrington are two of the possibilities for somebody in love with Cersei. That's a gold mine. Which oh I'll tell gosh. you what, the people behind us at the movie theater, they chuckled and muttered for a solid ten minutes every oh single gosh. time one of them said Cersei. And I was that's like, your problem. Get they ruined it for over you. it. And look, you can say all that. This was made before. Game of Thrones. So, what's his name can eat a, can, you know, like he can suck it. Like, it's fine. All right. This is greater than yeah. Game of Thrones, obviously. We all know that. It's definitely Game of better Thrones. Written. Everyone's going to forget it. All right. Yeah. In three, in three years' time, like, as soon as these actors have enough credits that they're no longer the guy from Game of Thrones, it's gone. All right. Okay. Out of our memories. Wiped. Okay. My last fun fact. This is the first MCU film to receive an 18 plus rating in Russia. So meaning it's adult only, like an NC-17 kind of rating. Um, due to the film's portrayal of a same-sex relationship, which is illegal in Russia, which I did not know. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. I always that. forget when you have, like, essentially dictatorships that it's like, you know, that dude just makes the rules. And sometimes they're, like, regressively conservative. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of times. Although... Um, I know that Russia in the Cold War had a lot of campaigns about like when the U.S. was going through their civil rights thing in the 60s, they rushed did a lot of things. They were like, look, everyone's welcome in communist Russia. Like, we're all cool. We're all comrades, you know? So it's interesting that like they're homophobic. Oh, yeah. Um, so those are my fun facts. Also, this was the first, I'm going to say it, I'm going to crown this movie the first Marvel sex scene. The first yeah. real one, okay? Oh, yeah. Because... There was one in Incredible Hulk, but there was no completion, all right? Yeah, they got a little frisky, but he's like, can't do it. My heart's going to explode, and I'm going to turn into Hulk, all right? Remember that? Oh, I do remember ago, it now. All right? Yeah, uh, anyway, this is the first. When it happened, I was like, oh, my. 
<laughs> That's what I oh, said. We're doing it. <laughs> Did you also Bailey? do the tongue thing? The... <laughs> I, I, I didn't do it. But uh, I always have to look at Bailey. Anytime anything romantic happens, because I know she's just soaking it up and she's loving it. And she loved this movie too. That's the other thing about this movie. It was so heady. I was like, I don't know. Is Bailey going to really like it? Because I'm loving it. Um, she was like, she loved it because there was a good love story in it. And that's yeah. all she's here for. Um, but she did say Multiple they front-loaded it all. Stories, really. It's like the best love story and the, the love scene and all that happens in the first bit. And then it's like, anyway, now we're doing philosophy stuff, you know. But she still really, she really liked it. And I really liked it too. Yeah. I mean, you had like, because you had Gilgamesh and Thena as well. And mm-hmm. um, there was some will they, won't they. There were some was, people that hooked was, up with humans. There was oh. some, you know, there was a, Druig and Makari. Um, yeah. That was a thing for a bit. There's the unrequited love story. They do the whole thing. I really like that. Oh, yeah. Fastos, that's his name. Mm-hmm. And him and his family. After he made the... Here's my thing. They show him at Hiroshima, or Hiroshima, depending on how racist you are. <laughs> um, and he's like, they're not worth saving and all that. I'm like, dude, you helped make an atomic bomb. What did you think was going to happen? Uh-huh. Like it's it's implied that he helped make it, and it's like, what you made the well, bomb? That's the question. Did he help make it, or did something he make and uh, like did it inadvert? Was it like oh this technology? Because maybe using nuclear research for like oh we're doing power stuff, you know, and then it ended up being a destructive thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I that's the vibe I got. But also here's the thing, Cody. You know me, history buff 101 here. All right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They did projections as to how it would go if they invaded Japan. Yeah. That's why they dropped an atomic bomb. Because they were like, mm. we can invade and kill everyone in Japan, and every soldier in the U.S. will probably die. Or we can wipe out a couple cities. After littering the cities with, we're about to level the city. Leave the city. And everybody was mm. like, how dare you, sir? And then they leveled the city. Yeah. So that's the thing. Everybody points to it. It was a tragedy. It is the reason that Japan is the only like West, like kind of like first world type country that does not have nuclear weapons because they're like, they're illegal in Japan. Mm. They refuse to use them because they're the only country that's been nuked. It's a horrible thing. A lot of people died, but also it would have been worse had they not done that. Yeah. I just want everybody to know that. I want everybody to be clear on that. I've talked to guys that were literally on the ships on their way to invade Japan. And mm. he said it was the most, the biggest high of relief because they were basically told like, yeah, you're the first wave. You're going to die. Yeah. You're not making it through this invasion. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was just like, oh yeah, uh, Chicago's gone. I don't know if Hiroshima was the same scale. Um, it was a major Chicago. industrial. So it'd be like, I think, I think it'd be like Philadelphia, right? Because where all the steel mills and everything are. Or like mm. Pittsburgh, sorry, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh or like so Detroit like, or something. Yeah, so it'd be like a major industrial city just Can you imagine like gone. if you knew anyone in Detroit, just like, yeah, Detroit's gone. Like, well, what about my family in Detroit, my friends in Detroit? Yeah. Or, you know, like, like, what a yeah, scar that gone. would leave. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, reviews for this movie is why I'm perplexed. Because it's tomato scar, 47% tomato meter. Ugh. So like bad, like the worst critically reviewed Marvel movie but 80% audience score. And it was so heady, I thought it would be flipped. I really thought it would be like, oh, the critics loved the philosophy it dove into, but the audience was like a little left behind because it was so different from the other Marvel movies and it was long and yada, yada, yada. So that's why I'm confused. Can you help me 
understand what happened? Um, part of, I wonder if some of it isn't that the critics being put on this are critics that would be put on. Because, you know, like major publications have multiple critics that they put on specific types of movies. So, whereas this one probably should have, like, the same kind of person that's reviewing, like, indie movies reviewing it. Hmm. Um, it. But it's got the same guy that they would send to do, like, the next Thor movie. Hmm. And so that might be kind of causing it to suffer a little bit, you know? Um. I also wonder if there's not, like, people being like, well, they didn't go far enough in the, like, inclusivity or something, you know? Mm. Because they had, like, a deaf character, you know, like, of the Eternals, one was, like, deaf and had to talk with sign language, and then there was Fastos, who was, you know, it was him and his husband and their child and all this stuff, and they're like, so I can see some of the people that are, like, really into that being like mm. it sucks they didn't go far enough into the the yeah. left philosophy and I, then people I know the like, cast was really far. thrilled like the cast was really thrilled with the inclusivity of it and yeah. um the deaf actress and Salma Hayek like Salma Hayek was like it was so great to see like my dark skin like when I put on the costume like I think she was like I got emotional just like to see myself yeah. in it and like you know how cool it was it was like, really cool yeah. Um, it seems like so, a lot of the critics from like the tomato one is just like, oh, it's like they tried to do too much or it was too long and there's just like too much going on and too many backstories and this person says it's a parade of faces with that experience. Movie that reaches back and forth through history and comes back empty-handed, which I disagree. Like, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they did, like, I kind of agree that they. it feels like they tried to do too much, but I can't see how they could have done it any better and I I did like it, but I think that that's kind of what I thought when I was like, I know my parents didn't like it. Like really? my dad used my AMC stubs because for some reason he can really sneak by and they just assume it's me. So I don't know if they just look at the last name on his driver's license or what. They stopped looking at licenses in Kansas City. They never look at, like I could probably book a ticket, send a screenshot to someone and they could probably just scan in and go, I bet. Because they they haven't checked my license since oh. the pandemic started, I have never seen them check my license. Like no one's asked for my license anymore. Tiffany forgot her license, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, they'll let you no problem." And then the girl was like, "I'll let it slide this time." And I was like, "You don't sound like you're joking." Yeah. So would you have really not let her in when a person with the same last name just showed you his license? Right. Oh, oh yeah. She also had to show like she had a picture of the license on her phone that she showed. Them. Yeah. And they're like, mm, we'll let it slide this time. And I'm like, go wow. F yourself. Wow. What are you going to do, you 14-year-old douche? Are you going to stop me? I will talk five minutes with your manager. I'll have you and all your pothead friends fired. All right? I can. I will go full Karen on you right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't tempt me, Cody. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's the reason Like my parents didn't like it is well, they probably didn't like it because there's a gay couple. <laughs> yeah. You know, parents grew up in Missouri. It's going to happen. He's from the right wing, you know, conservative California. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I think they were probably like, yeah, this is too much. It's too nerdy. So that's why I think it is. It's like it's too 
nerdy for all the cool hip yeah. philosophy majors to go see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's too philosophy heavy for all the nerds to like it. And it isn't it isn't as relatable. Like I get that because it isn't just like it's not like Peter Parker where it's like hey it's, he's just like us. Oh, we got superpowers. What's that like? Because they're kind of Marvel's kind of done with those stories. Because now they're just like you're here. He has powers. Whatever. Yeah. Watch it. You know. And that's very much what this one is. And it's also like, yeah, these people live forever, so they aren't even like you. They're so above you. And some of them, you know, like Cersei likes being with the people. And so, yeah. you know, but it's like there are other people who are just like, you yeah, know, what are the humans up to? All right, let's help them with this. They have this problem, you know. So it's not, it isn't the same template. But also people complain about there being a template. So it's like this one deviates from the template. Isn't that a good thing if we're <gasps> expanding out? It is a deviant. It is a deviant. We must destroy it. So... I don't know. There's a lot going on, but I really enjoyed it and thought it was great. So I don't know. Am I wrong? No. No. I'm right. Yes. Um, do you want to hazard a guess at like budget and box office, all that? I mean, it's got a, it's a Marvel movie. Is it 200 million? 200 mil? You know, they gave me all these other numbers, but they're not giving me the budget on this one. So I might, huh. I might have to stoop to Wikipedia, Cody. Cody, mm. I might have to stoop. Hear me? Watch Are me. you stooping? Watch me stoop. It hurts me to see you go this low. What'd you say? What was the number you said? 200 million. That is correct, Cody. Wow. And box, box office. office. Right now? Uh, is yes. it sitting at 450 million? How dare you? 304. Okay. So it hasn't performed as well. I mean, there were, this is the weirdest time of year for movies. Like, we've never seen October, November releases like this. You know, because normally these releases start in Thanksgiving period. This was pre-Thanksgiving. So it's just like, No Time to Die, Eternals. And also, like, Chang-Chi was in September. This is in November. It is a weird time. There are a lot of blockbusters that came out. October, November, that probably normally would have been like holiday or summer releases. Yeah. This was, I think this is also like the first major Disney release since they went back on their, we're releasing everything on Disney Plus as well. No matter what, forever and all time, always Disney Plus. Every Mm -hmm. single movie. For the rest of your life, you'll be able to watch it at home should you choose, no matter what anybody says, no matter what any legal action a certain actress might take, <laughs> it'll never stop. And then one movie later, they're like, all right, so we're going back on what we just said, which is why you can't trust Disney, okay? They're an untrustworthy company. They're Nazis. We all know it, okay? Mm-hmm. We're never it's getting true. a Disney sponsorship now. That Aww. did it right there. No. We don't get to sell our souls to the devil for a few dollars. I own Disney stuff, by the way. Oh, no, Cody. We have to go back and re-record every single Disney thing we've done. Uh, We've got to put a disclaimer. The FTC is going to kill us. (laughs) The FCC? The FAA. What is it? I don't know what. The MMA, yeah. The UFC, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, at the end of the day, Great movie. I loved it. Do you have anything else to share? Do you want to give a letter grade? Oh, I'll give it a slap her letter grade on it. I'll give it an A. You've convinced me. I was going to say you've convinced me down from an A to an A minus. 
Oh. All right. There were some loose ends that weren't tied up, and for as much as I enjoyed it, I'll give it an A minus. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I think here's my question: Had they not included the deviance, had it, the deviance just been like something that was done for, and it was just like the Earth was basically like ending, like all these natural disasters, and they were coming together, and then like found another way for this the truth to come out, you know? Hmm. Would it have been better? Wait, are you saying they fight the deviants instead of fighting? No, the no, celestial no. coming. So, like, what if, okay, there was no Deviant. It was, like, they find Selma Hayek's character. She's dead. Icarus is like, oh, the, it must be a Deviant. Like, the Deviants must be back. But there never was a Deviant. It was just him that killed her. Ooh. That and is interesting. So they See, that never brings up, have that storyline. That brings up problems. Because, it's like, when do you reveal it? And who do they fight? Because this one, they kind of... One crutch they have is they were like, oh, the Deviants here, and we're fighting them. Okay, uh, that makes us move to the next place. And oh, here's the Deviant. You know, like that kind of keeps the story moving along. Yeah. So it would be, I feel like it would be a little more dry if you didn't have those couple Deviant fights in there. So at what point would you reveal? If you wanted to make it more heady, you have him recruit Sprite, basically, and have that whole Sprite choosing him over the team moment earlier. So she creates illusions, and it's really just him kind of being the punching force behind them. Interesting. And yeah. Like, this seems like something that was considered, like the one of those it, things where they're like, they could have done this, and they're like, ah, this seems like it's too much. It, to- it could have been kind of like the Spider-Man Far From Home, where it's like, oh, no, it's an illusion. You know, it's Mysterio's illusion that there's a thing happening. Yeah. So it would be like Sprite being like, oh, no, look, this thing's happening, and it's not actually. Yeah, that would have been. It would have been a little bit cleaner narrative. It just wouldn't have left that loose end, which would have been good. I don't. Yeah, that's it. That's a very interesting idea. Yeah, of course, the deviant being there, even though it ended kind of in a, in a fluff, you know, this does thing. leave the. It opens the door for that to come back in later. Yeah, that's what I wonder if it was something. Yeah, something to do later on. Yeah, for them to encounter like a deviant that has absorbed all the powers, because they could just be like, "Oh no, this one got all of the Eternals on his planet." Mm-hmm. This one, won. yeah, yeah, that would that is interesting. So, because you do see like the like once it started doing it, like it was just a really small crew. Like you see it there in that kind of flashback where it shows what Icarus did, and like allowed Ajax to die. Where it wasn't necessarily like it was, oh, the demons are back. It was just like a handful of them. Right. Yeah, no, so that's a good point. It wouldn't take a lot. That would have been that would have been very interesting. Yeah. Would have been a little tighter. Yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. Wow. I think it would have gotten worse scores. Because it still would have been the same group of people that are expecting a Marvel movie and they would have gotten an even more like more heady movie with less fight scenes. Right. I mean, you keep the fight scenes. It's just, what's your name making an illusion that's doing the fighting. Yeah. She's just making illusions of deviants doing stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting idea. It's a good, Hollywood I hire me, pay me, pay me millions. 
like, I, I want to recommend it, but so many people didn't. But 80%, 80% audience score is not a bad score. So, I mean, I, I would it seems like most it. audience members did enjoy it. It's yeah. just the critics are. Tiffany, I think the, would you recommend the movie? She says yes. She's I would strongly recommend Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know. So it's very good. I consciously thought two different times. I love this while watching yeah. this movie. I liked it. Uh, Every time Richard Madden was on screen, that's when I said that to myself. I mm. love this. <laughs> I love this man. Don't tell Tiffany. Oh Tiffany. man, I think she she might have heard. No, no, she's she's playing her switch. She doesn't even know. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for listening. You can share, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you. Find and share and review your podcasts. You can engage us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Opinion Havers. Yell at us. We will yell back louder and stronger and better. And until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. Name Star Fox. <laughs> to go from Stoic Eternals to Harry Styles rolling up in a Shazam costume. It's wild. <laughs>